0: And tell them that I sent you and that you have it for me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys and gals. Today, I'll be reviewing a movie called Kung Fu Monster. And this is an Asian movie with the special fat effects, you know. And if you've seen the trails for this, it's like a cute monster that does Kung Fu and um, there's a story behind the monster there's this Emperor, right? This not an Emperor, like an imperial um, that serves the Emperor. He captures monsters and there was this one monster that he was trying to train become violent but it cannot be violent because that's, it's just that's good in nature. So one of his soldiers say he would train the monster but he can't train the monster to be evil because the monster is good. But because of that, like the monster was on the run, he helped, he helped the monster escape, and then he was the run from from the boss who's like an emperor, servant to the emperor, you know. But he's like evil, you know, and he, and he wants to use these monsters to assassinate, you know, to destroy things pretty much. But the movie is like really really boring. I'm gonna be honest with you, and it's comical. And the trailer is that the monster, you see in the trailer, you, you do see him, but you don't see him as much on screen time level. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also the movie is kind of like, to me, like a spoof on Dragon Gate Inn or Dragon Gate. If you saw the original or the remake, you already know what the movie's about. But the movie leads up to that, you know? Like, you got these robbers. They're, like, working together together to steal from the Imperial Army for, for the money. But it leads up to that, that one of the... Um, Coffin contains the the hero of the movie who was injured in the fight, which you can find on the flashback story later towards this movie. Meanwhile, you do see the monster come in, and the monster, the little cute monster, is being cute for what it is. And then it, the monster starts escaping, and then later the monster comes back, and you do see the monster do fight. But like I said, it's all about screen time. This monster does not get screen time and So you get towards the end. You see more of it, a little more of it, I would say. But the movie's majority, I would say, 90% towards the human characters being all stupid, acting dumb, or comical, while plotting to stop the uh, main villain of, of the movie. You know, and while the while the evil, the villain of the movie comes into the end, um, it leads up to a later, it leads up, it leads up to a fight against him. You know, in a comical way. Um, you also found out that the little kung fu monster learns kung fu in the cave painting from this one out Shaolin monk. From the cave painting thing when he that's how the monster knows how to fight but um oh no I feel like to me if you're looking for that mo- if you want to watch just for that cute little monster it, it's like I say it, it, it does have the moments but not majority more of the moments for this monster you know like more, more screen time and it's just this movie is more of comedy it does have action in it of course but it's like special effects action um, this is just decent, it depends on what you're looking for, you know, I say it's okay for what it is. You know, if you've seen com- chi- Chinese comedy fantasy movies, then, and you're a fan of that stuff, then, then you might like this. But anyway, either way, to me, this is what I would say, try and never, you know. Anyway, peace out and see you later, guys and gals. Hey, guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be reviewing another Thousand Horror Movie called The Last American Horror Show. Wow, catchy title, you know, I gotta give credit for that. The cover art for this one convinced me to check this one out, but it tricked me. What can I say? But anyway, this is a Thousand Hall movie have some similar faces you may recognise. Felicia Rose, um Lynn Laurie, you know. Um besides that let's get to the point. The movie starts off with our introduction, which I find, which I like an Anthology horror movie, have some kind of introduction to tell the tale, you know. So it's about this woman played by Felicia Rose, she's expecting a date to come over to her place. Her sister's like, oh, I can't really find this guy. Where things get out of hand, and you know, Felicia Rose' was like, you know, she's going to take a risk. So she had this guy over to her place, and he started acting real creepy and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And she told the guy, you know, let's sit down and you know, watch some horror movies. So that's when we get to our tale part, you know. So it's about two, it's about this, these two dates. And about this date? Excuse me, one date. <laughs> and gonna sit down and watch three different horror movies. Now, each horror movie tells a tale, you know, with, with their own segments. One is like a home invasion segment, gone long pretty much. Uh, another segment is about this boy that wants a sea monkey, um his mom just threw it in a sink and let's just let this beast come out of the sink and start killing people pretty much. And um the third one is kinda like um a guy goes to a, a quiet town, he's running why why there's nobody there. He stumbles upon this guy and he's having this big celebration like and the guy doesn't know what's going on, like suddenly why everybody's not in this town everybody It's quiet around this town, but they're all in this Celebration, but it's like People are, like, dead, you know, in a way Let's put it like that, like Like, they're all, like, like zombies Like, I would say It's not spoiling something, it's not spoiling anything But when you see the third segment You probably get this feel of, um Rob Zombie-ish, like You know, let's put it like that Um All in all, all three segments Um, the first one, I feel like it was weak You know, kind of like even with the twist ending. The la- the second one was kinda like about the boy with the with the creature. It was like lame. I'm gonna be honest, with you, it's like because especially with the way it ended, I was like, did I just saw another Thoughty Home it ended which had that similar ending, you know? Even though this movie came out before. Um it was Hits from the Hood Part two actually. If you see if you see this movie already you already know what the second segment is. And the monster is like cheesy looking, you know, of course it's low budget. But um yeah, it's kind of silly, though. The third segment, like I said, it feels like Rob Zombie-ish, you know, and um, about these people that's having this celebration and they invited this guy for this party. And, you know, people are acting all creepy and sadistic-like once the movie gets towards the end of this segment. But what I like about this one the most is, like even though the three segments are like, OK, or May, I kind of like Felicia Rose segment, the final segment. The wraparound segment to me that was kind of cool, you know. But it kind of had like a tw- a good twist with it, and it matches with to punish some punch that person. Let's put it like that. So I, I kind of like that segment, the-, the wraparound segment, the most. To be honest with you, that's American Horror Show. And no, another decent watch. It's just okay, but it's nothing new. It's not like shock value or anything. But um, Last American can Show. So yeah, like I say, just check it out. You know, another simple watch, you know. Hey guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about the movie Legion from nineteen ninety eight. I know there's probably a few movies with the Legion title on it, but gotta make sure with the year and you can look at the poster art and understand what I'm saying. So um this movie is a this movie right off the back is sci-fi horror. Um I'll say the movie is more like a alien slash predator knockoff pretty much. And it's about this military group that hired prisoners from Death row to go on this mission in space, of course. There wasn't a space shuttle anyway, but to go in space to investigate about missing missing um people on the ship and what happened to them. So this military woman run a group of, of Death row prisoners pretty much to help them to help them out. And they do the mission and it's completed they get released from the prison, they get a pardon pretty much. So once they go to the location and they start exploring the ships, exploring the area, they find all these dead bodies of these military people, right? And um, you start wondering how they die, and they say they die one by one. But from who? Who did this killing? So it's gonna kind of, kinda of lead up with uh, people from the people de- from the military and the death row prisoners that joined the military end up dying one by one from this unknown creature pretty much and but the movie is to me the problem with this movie is this the concept is simple right nothing wrong with that but a simple concept but it's the execution i feel like this movie took so damn long to deliver the climax of the movie you know of the reveal of the creature and what really went on with these people that was on the ship in the first place that all died and Kind of lead to a mystery behind who was behind it after all. That was like pretty much a conspiracy behind it. But it just drags to me, you know, and that's the problem. Anyway, Alicia from 1998. Check it out if you want to. But, you know, to me, it's a one-time watch, in my opinion. Peace, guys, and see you later.
1: Hey, guys and gals, how you doing? Today, I'll be talking about Leprechaun Returns. Now I I didn't know this was on video demand also, but I also found out that I know it was only on Sci-Fi Channel, so I was able to cast a rebroadcast of this one. But um, I, I I don't know if there's a difference between the video demand version and the Sci-Fi Channel version, but like I say, I i, I told about the TV version of this one, so we'll we'll see. If we, I notice any difference down the road. But, Leprechaun Returns is a reboot, ignoring all the other sequels, which did not bother me because um, every sequel was different, and it had nothing to do with the first movie, how the story was set up for the Leprechaun, you know, even though it was played by Warwick in the original. minus Origin, let's forget about that one. Um, Leprechaun Returns was played by a different guy, playing the Leprechaun, And just to fast forward, I really did enjoy the Leprechaun character in this movie. Um, The setup was kind of weird, though. It was like, even though it was supposed to be a sequel to the first movie, but, like, reality is, who the fuck ever saw the house way, way out in, you know, in in a small town, man? I mean, come on. But, um, you know, my little tiny nitpicks, I actually ended up enjoying the movie anyway. Cause like I said, I actually do like the Leprechaun, and what this movie offer for a TV movie, even though, like I said, I didn't saw the video demand, but you know, even even with that, it kind of sells so, so up like a nice little sequel to the original. I would say um, only one character came back was Ozzy, you know, the um, chubby little white man, you know, the old white dude. Like, um, yeah, uh, he he comes back. And he has a minus nitpick, you know, like, I, I won't spoil his scene, though, but, um... Um, the, the movie's all about this young lady who has to be the daughter of the main character from the first movie, Jennifer Anderson's character, and you already find out about her faith as the movie, you know, already in the beginning of the movie. Um, uh, she goes to the house where her mom stayed from the first movie, you know. And, you know, she meets a bunch of girls that's been in a sorority in that house. Um, as the movie progresses, you find out about Ozzy. How he comes in to the well with the leprechaun that died in the first movie. And, you know what? Uh, no, I have to say a little spoiler. So, if you haven't seen this movie yet, turn away. But, let me say, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I have to mention his this cat character because he does play a part how the leprechaun does return. Um, The leprechaun splashed like water at him from the well, and then the leprechaun just pushed through his stomach, you know. That's how he that's how the leprechaun returns. And of he course he'll go to the sorority, you know, and slowly he'll start killing the sorority, sorority's sisters, or the people, or the guys that stay in the house. And, and all in all, when you fast forward, the lead character We'll have to find a way to stop the Leprechaun once and for all, you know. Um, the kill season, it was good. I actually like the kill scenes for what it offers in this in this movie, you know. Um, like I said, the Leprechaun itself, I highly enjoyed the guy that played the Leprechaun. You know, it was not what they was coming back. He didn't have his reason why he did not want to come back. But, either way, I mean, like I said, this guy did a good job playing the Leprechaun. I like the special effects, you know. Um... Of course, they gave it an ending, when it's pretty obvious they want to make it like, try to make another sequel to this one, you know, so they, so hopefully if they do a sequel, of course, over it continues where it's left off, you know, and you're going to understand why the leprechaun kind of have to do it, the leprechaun kind of have to go where he has to go to get his gold, pretty much. Um, returns kind of, like I said, I highly enjoyed it, definitely check this one out, anyway, peace guys, and see you later.
0: Wow, man, I found a really good gem. Um, it's called Children of the Night. Now, there's been a lot of horror towns with Children of the Night on it, so let me just clarify what this is. Um, this is from 2014. Looking at my research on IMDb, this is an Argentinian film, and it's South American horror, pretty much. Um, let me say it off the back. I, see, I did see reviews for this before, and I remember the poster art for this movie years ago, and it did spark my interest. So, um, One of the movie amps, I actually saw this on Roku. And I forgot what the movie amp is. It's one of those free horror channels, you know. But you gotta sit through a lot of commercials watching these um, horror movies on Roku. But, um, yeah, that's what I was able to spot it. I also heard this was on Voodoo also. Or Vmo, I think. Children of the Night. Um, Like I say, it's from 2014. And the best way to describe this movie is, if you're a fan of Salem Lot, then I think you would definitely like this movie, in my opinion. Um, it is a lot of drama in this movie, but it does have all, all elements to it. Um, the movie is about this reporter. She gets this email coming to this small town, and once she enters this town, right, she saw this sanctuary full of children playing at night, run by this old lady, you know. And you be wondering why are the children are playing at night, you know. But well, it's pretty obvious as as a viewer, you already know what's going on. But for the reporter. She's like, don't understand what's going on, you know? As the movie progressed, excuse my um, earphones, um, she realized that what the old lady told her who runs the ch- sanctuary is that these children are vampires, you know? And it's led by also a vampire kid that dressed all in black. Now, he has a history also which is pretty interesting because I kind of like they take on the Dracula mythos of this version of, of this movie. It's pretty cool, you know, and um. But anyway, when the reporters find out that these kids are actually vampires, she stays in the sanctuary. She wasn't scared of nothing. she's talks. She talks to these children who are like older than her, pretty much. And it's like more of, like a comical take on it a little bit, you know. It gets like not only like drama and horror, but also comedy in it too. You know how the vampire kids are like coping with their vampirism, pretty much. You know, um. But meanwhile, you also got the villains in this movie, which are the humans. They're killing these kids, you know. As you can find out, like, like in the beginning of the movie, we wanna see missing posters of the children, but you see where that plays out. Um, it's not really a spoiler, because, trust me, when you watch this movie, it is pretty predictable, you know, but also at the same time, it is enjoyable, too. I found myself really liking this movie, and I was so, so sad that I didn't watch this years ago when I had a chance to, but, like I said, now I've seen it, and hopefully when you watch this review... Hopefully, you guys and gals check it out, also. But, um, Children of the Night, 2014, I think it's also known as Limbo, also, which is the name of the the town, Limbo, the sanctuary. But, um, I enjoy, I enjoy myself. I enjoy the music of this movie, the scenery, um, the lighting, the acting, um, the story plot, and the sense of humor of this movie, also. Like I said, there is some, there is comedy elements in this movie, too, which is not, like, over, like, too much comedy. It's like, less comedy but fitting for this movie. You know, which is balanced, by the way. So yeah, I I really find myself enjoying it, so I highly recommend you guys and gals checking this out. Children of the Night, also known as Limbo, 2014, and it's a South American movie from Argentina. Peace out, and see you later, guys and gals.